My first episode in GA, and that stands for Georgia. How you doing, everybody? It's uh, Calling All Beings Monday. I'm your host, DJ, back with a very, very special guest host on a shorthanded evening. This girl got so much damn talent. Everybody wants her to come speak at something, come be in a documentary, you know, show up and just and, and just make everybody breathe and feel comfortable for a couple minutes. She is a total G. She is a host of Quantum Witch Cafe, host of UFO uh, Book Club, and one of the new Disclosure ladies who all three about to come on with us here real soon. So put your hands together for Priscilla Stone, the Quantum Legend. Talk for myself. <laughs> well, hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for uh, agreeing to join, man. It's, you know, usually when we're talking these days, it's just, you know, shooting the breeze about Army life and Air Force life yeah. over the phone. So um, yeah. it's it's good to see you, my friend. Thank you for stepping in. Uh, for those who are wondering, so Money Nathan had stuff going down, family stuff and uh, life intervening tonight. Debs had the same damn thing. Matt is on a little bit of a hiatus, as they say. And Leah's getting over being sick. Uh, but I do have good news for everybody. Uh, our fifth cabbie, uh, I guess, what was that? Pete Best, the fifth Beatle. Uh, Frank, the UFO thinker, is back. We will have an episode of his for you tomorrow. Um, and he's, you know, all the trials and tribulations of being involved in the um, hierarchy of UK music sort of uh, standards for music education in the United Kingdom, something he got involved in last year. And he hasn't had a show. He's had maybe one show in months. So we're very happy that the UFO thinker uh, Frank is back. But now, back to the lecture at hand. Let's listen up, Priscilla. We got these girls from Texas, man. So cool excited. Guys. So excited. You know I love paranormal people. Like They're living my dream. So I'm just going to fangirl about them for a little bit because they are just doing it. They're just like doing it you know like investigating stuff getting out there making it happen so i'm excited to talk to them yeah me too me too and i i asked some of these questions of of jen jen on air uh when we were on the phone but uh now i'm going to get to ask her live and really dig into this so um so without further ado party people put those hands together for jen jen ruda Hey everyone. <laughs> and before you get too comfortable up in here, Jen Rose. That's the Jen. Baby, that's what we'll talk about in here. <laughs> I give it up. So, <laughs> so uh welcome. It's so good to have you in the chat. Uh do we have I don't know if we have the jewels. Oh, so Nicholas is here from the UK. Hi, a uh, Av Gutner, how are you? Good to see you. Mick is also one. You guys really should meet Mick, uh, Jen and Jen. And the reason I say that is because he sent me a video where basically he had an entity sitting next to him on the sofa. So he, you, you could, you could see quite clearly <laughs> that when it was there and when it decided to not be there and it just, it blew my mind. He's got more stuff. We're about oh. to get on the phone here soon and he's going to share some videos, but yeah, uh, you, if you go to England, Mick has got you, you got to come over the crib. So anyway. Oh, sure. All right, uh, you know what? I'm going to, because Priscilla's here and she's so awesome and she's a special guest, going to let her get the first question, just like if Money Nathan was here. So go ahead. Okay. Ooh, I get to be Nathan tonight. Um, <laughs> Money okay, Priscilla. so I think that my question always is, is how did you start this? And how are you doing this? Because you guys have families and, you know, other <laughs> things going on. How, how are you doing this and why did you start doing this? <laughs> <laughs> to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how hard family. family life is. We're like, we're going to go hang out in an abandoned spooky building just to get some time away from the family. Yes. 
No, family life. It is. It kind of (laughs) is our break, you know. It's our hobby. It's a passion. But at the same time, that's our little little time out. Yeah. It really is. It really is. I just have such a dark sense of humor. I'm sorry. I love it. It's great. I told you how funny she was, Jen. Just like looking at my kids. Like, like you guys, I love you. But I would rather go hang out with possible demons. um, (laughs) Because you guys are like low-key demons. (laughs) So, I promise not to bring one home. You're like, right. I can bring that coffee with that sage. (laughs) By the way, shout out to Robert Dominguez because he is the one who who basically set this up for us. Uh, He's uh, the host of Bigfoot Club. We met him through our cabbie and our brother, Matt Knapp. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Robert Dominguez, thank you for hooking us up because we've really been wanting to get some paranormal in that life. Uh, and now we're able to do it uh, because of him because we're we're searching. You know, we want to be that trifecta. It's not that we're we're specifically trying to be UFOs, Bigfoot and paranormal. I'm just interested in all those things. And I don't have tentacles that reach that deep into. I know you're just seeing an octopus. I got a Priscilla, um, but <laughs> she's like DJ's a squid. Uh, but I, I really don't have, you know, that many contacts. So it was great that that. I heard about you on Bigfoot Club and like called Robert and go, hey, tell me about ghoul gals. We got to get a hold of them. So <laughs> my question, <laughs> my question is the why. Um, is there so what I'm trying to get, is there something inside you that has a need um to go and do this before we get into some of the cool stories that obviously you're gonna tell us this evening? Um, whomever wants to take that Jen Rose or Jen Jen, um, is there something inside you that has this need to go into these what a lot of people consider dangerous situations. I do. Okay. She muted herself. So I guess I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've been um, seeing and hearing things since I was really little. And, you know, most of the time I've had family was like, just, just brush it off. And as I'm older, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to prove that I saw something. I definitely heard something. So now I want to try to capture that evidence. That way I can be like, here it is, guys. <laughs> Here's all the stuff that you keep telling me I'm crazy for. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So it's, 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 um, but there, there has got to be other components to this because people I imagine that are contacting you are scared of it. And that's why they're calling oh, you. Yeah. And they're and you're not scared of it. No. I'm <laughs> a lot of people tell me like what's <laughs> I think I heard Robert Jesse Dominguez was like, what's wrong with people from San Antonio? Like they're not afraid of things. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up on the west side or something. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm I guess I'm desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are people who say they're scared of something or that people are calling them crazy or telling them they're nuts or they're thinking themselves that they're losing their mind. And they're like, they're like, I don't think I am. So I need help. Help me prove that I am sane. So that's what we do. We go out, we go to places, we try to capture their evidence as best as we can and send it back to them. Like, no, you're not crazy. Or... Just... Or maybe you guys are. I haven't. We like. We don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you y'all, because there's nothing here. There is no energy here whatsoever. Right. Okay. Let's no, get. Yeah, to... I mean, even if it's not going to residentials, you know, just getting that type of evidence, putting it out there, putting it on our YouTube, and you hear, putting it out there, putting it on our happening. <laughs> Getting it out there that these things are happening and legitimate, like more legitimate evidence than, you know, because there's a lot of stuff out there, but a lot of things, some of the things are not legitimate because they're wanting to just throw, 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 throw things out there. We need to get content and it becomes that. Um, but so we're, we're just trying to make it to where somebody says, hey, there's something in my house to somebody and that. That somebody isn't going to automatically tell them that they're crazy, you know. And, and so it's it's not. I don't know, let's see what Priscilla's in the chat. <laughs> it's all it's all good, Priscilla. 
It's so funny. Um, is is there a component of help me when they call you? Yes, always. Okay. Always. Um, some some aren't some aren't though. Some are like, hey, can you just come get evidence so that people can believe me? Or oh. I know that things have been going on. I've lived in my house for thirty years, and I know mm -hmm. things are going on. And now I want to tell people, and I want to show people, and they just want that evidence. So it, it, you both sides of it. All right, yeah. let me get uh, let me get Priscilla in there. What do what do you have next, Priscilla? It's like okay, so um, we so you started doing this. How did you two meet, and like how did this group form? Because it's just the two of you, right? No, no, no. Okay, so you have like a whole team. All right, so like so, how did you start this um, this group? Because it's it's a big undertaking to get uh, you know people together. Um, people out of the house. We were joking earlier, but it really is like, an, you know, even if you don't have kids, you got to tell your friends and your significant others, I'd rather hang out with, you know, dead people versus you. <laughs> so, um, so how did you start this? Like, how did this happen? Like, I, I still want to know, like, what, you know, you want to help people. You want people to feel less stigmatized around saying, like, you know, I have this in my house. You want them to feel a little more sane and maybe have some confirmation. But on, on top of that, you know, you, um, Jen Jen said that she had some early experiences. You know, this is like nine questions. I'm sorry, guys. How did you start? <laughs> like, how did you form the group? How did you form the group? There we go. I have ADHD. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, we were actually a part of another paranormal team because there's, when you first start out, it's like, what do I do? Where do I go? Um, even just starting out thinking, okay, I want to do this. I want to be a part of a paranormal team. I want to hunt ghosts, right? Um, legitimately and, and figure out like how to, how to do it more professionally. Um, so I have like asked a question in like some San Antonio paranormal group. And so I ended up getting on a team. And then the same thing, which she ended up getting on that same team. So we met on another team. And then we decided that we wanted to have our own team and ha make it an all women's uh, paranormal group. And so, yeah, we, we decided from there. I mean, of course, there's a longer story to that. <laughs> I had only met her like twice in person. Yeah. Only twice. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I had taken a, like a year long break um, from the group. I was just really exhausted with what was going on there and I wanted to leave, but I didn't say that I was leaving because I didn't want to make it so permanent. Something just told me not to make it so permanent. So I was like, I'm going to take a break. So then for some reason, oh, I had a dream. I had a dream and Jen was in this dream and I was like, I've only met her twice. Why is she in my dreams? And so, and I totally forgot about that until just right now. Um, and so I go back to the group, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to come back. Well, within like a week of being back, I was completely like, okay, nothing's changed. This is the same thing that's going on. That so could be sweet. another potential person who's got some evil right. apparition in their house. Or spam. Windshield looked at? It's always the windshield, guys. Do you have a chip in your windshield? <laughs> No, but yeah, so um, I went back to this team that I was already completely over it with. And uh, we, we started talking. We started, me, Jen, and another member of that team um, started. We weren't allowed to actually be in our own chats together. So we weren't allowed to communicate outside of the team's chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we, we couldn't be friends with a lot of people, actually. Is this yeah, like we Stolen Bones from Yale or what's going on here? <laughs> we were not people because we told them they were bad, um, which they weren't. Um, and we had we weren't allowed to talk to each other like on the side or whatever. It was super weird. That's but we did. We talked to each other on the side and we created our own chat. And we were like, we had all, it turns out we had all the same grievances. Um, and then we just started like, hey, let's get together and watch Ghost Hunters. Like, let's, like, watch Ghost Hunters together and we'll, like, FaceTime. Um, and was it, it was, like, around COVID, right? Yeah, this was around COVID. We decided to start yeah. around, like, the most perfect time when we couldn't be near each other. <laughs> yeah, we just started FaceTiming people. And we just started FaceTiming each other on um, at COVID. And then we were like, hey, we're, like, really funny and we really mesh together well. Why don't we have our own team? Why don't we make it an all-women's team? And... 
um, Jen was all for it. Let's do it. And it kind of took a while to get the other person in so that we can do it. And then, yeah, we became a team. Well, at, at some point, though, the rubber meets the road. You guys actually have to go out and do something. And then you're going to find out what is this person who's next to me? How, how do they react when something happens that's yeah. scary? You know, you, there's a lot of people that have. Exactly. I, I, I can't. You guys know how many people who have started off with paranormal research teams, started out with Bigfoot teams. They had one iteration and they're like, they didn't get through that one. And they're like, I'm gone. Like, I am out of here. Um, when we had on the She-Squatchers, they told us that uh, for the first night because one of them was able to, she was Native American. She was able to, to sort of geolocate a spot. Uh, and when they went to that spot, they got some activity. That activity appeared to be omnidirectional, like they were in several locations around them. I don't know, like 360 degrees, but they were kind of sort of surrounded and kind of moving in. And these girls literally went back to back and were like, and she started to uh, say some Native American uh, chants. I can't remember what the nature of it was and the act, everything calmed down. But a couple of the girls are like literally ran back to the car and were like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to see Bigfoot. <laughs> so that's a group of all women Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah. They're she squatchers out of Minnesota. Oh my God. So check them out on Facebook. I she love squatchers. Bigfoot. Like I yep. love Bigfoot. You guys should connect with them. Yes. <laughs> then you gotta pass um, your I don't. Um, I'm very unprepared right now. Just oh, harass oh, DJ and have them send you the information. I yes, will send you yes. the stuff. No worries. I'll send you that. We actually uh had a similar situation at uh Hill House in Mineral Wells. <laughs> we we invited it was Jennifer Rose and I, and then we invited other people to come with us and a former teammate. And we were upstairs and we, you know, there, it's not, it's not cheap to have <laughs> to pay for these locations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's this doll upstairs and it is a uh, touch activated, not motion. Like you can pass by it all you want. We originally thought it was broken because we were up there. We were stopping around, you know, we're not light on our feet. <laughs> we thought it was broken. It didn't go off. I think we, I think Jennifer Rose even tapped it and it still didn't go off. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so three of us are sitting up there and all of a sudden she starts doing her thing. <laughs> she starts doing her thing. She goes, la, 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 la. And her eyes glow red. Well, one, one of our teammates who's no longer on team, she was ready to book it. She was like, I I'm going to cry. I need to go downstairs. I need to go now. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, we paid so much money. We <laughs> She's like, I'll handle a demon. This venue was eight hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> this is why we came on here, you know, for the evidence. And I was like, that's like cool evidence too. This is the right? real reason why we spend the night and stay the full night at all these places because we are so cheap that we're like, no, I paid to be here. I'm not. <laughs> we crashing right here. We're those moms. I'm not leaving. Yeah, we no, we were I not ready to leave. Well. <laughs> I think it was maybe four o'clock in the morning. Everyone left except Jennifer Rose and I. We stayed the night. We went to the bed and tried to go to sleep in it, you know, as much like because we still had a long drive back from San Antonio going back home and stuff like that. So, yeah, we stayed the night. We got up early in the morning, started packing the gear. We earned our donuts that they give you if you make it through the night. <laughs> but yeah, we had a similar experience where that doll went off and Everyone oh was like done. God. Everyone was done. Everyone was ready to sleep in their cars. And they're like, I can't sleep in my car. I just need to go home. And they left. <laughs> let, let me, let me get Priscilla on here because I think Priscilla is having Priscilla. Are you if that doll goes off? Are you not running out the door? I'm like, are you having an door. Annabelle? I'm picking huh? that sweet little baby up. I'm what? <laughs> You're inviting well, me. Like, I'm an occult researcher and I understand that these, you know, these things that we Things are not always the way they seem. For example, I was out with some guys here um, in Baltimore, above and below paranormal, and there was an entity upstairs that everybody was terrified of. We gave him some chocolate, some whiskey, and a cigar, and homie was chill. So you got to like work with these things, right? Yep. Like the dolls. Yeah, are exactly. You know what I mean? That this could be, and even demons. Like I, I know people are like, oh, don't say that. 
don't, so people can't even handle the word, but have you looked into the etymology of this word? You know what I mean? Have you actually like experienced one? Some are naughty, some are neutral and some are just around. So well, like this, this thing, really this doll's not the demon. It could just have been a spirit. You know what I mean? And you're afraid of it because it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, like, I mean, well, what if the demon just tripped over something oh, and then the doll went on the poor doll. little thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like maybe I've just had too much weird stuff happen to me. Do you know what I mean? So, like, maybe I'm just, yeah. I don't yeah. know. You're yeah, not running, especially those places are like $800. I know Waverly Hills is like almost $1,000 to rent for yeah. a night. Yeah. Yep. Priscilla, I don't know if you want to tell like, you know, any stories to the ladies, but just like one about where people were frozen in time. That um, was more of a ET situation. Yes, but I just feel like they would want to hear it. So. Okay, well, um, these interdimensional beings or, you know, people call them extraterrestrials, but I have the feeling that they're like interdimensional, just like other spirits. Well, um, one was on the side of my bed, typical gray. And I was not frozen, but like my husband was frozen. I couldn't wake him up. And this guy never wakes up. He's army, but like, so they just like sleep like, like they're dead. Like some, like people think he's dead sometimes. That's how deeply he sleeps. But I mean, like I should be able to wake him up. The dog's not moving. You know, the kids aren't waking up and I'm sitting up like trying to wake everybody up. And then I get sleep. I get paralyzed because this entity is there and it shows me, it puts me to sleep, but then it shows me in a dream, like what's happening they can alter time so like it was showing in the so it took me from the real scenario to like a dream state and it was like like it's showing me everybody in the neighborhood kind of frozen as its craft comes down and it's showing me that like this time between me and this entity and this craft is it's our own thing because <laughs> they can they can do that and everything around it stops and to these people like that's the whole lost time scenario right so like yeah. a, a minute to them is not a minute to us. It's yeah. very different. And like, you think about how time works here. It doesn't work that way for other ent entities. And this experience, this also includes spirits. Yeah. Like they're the, our concept of time is governed by this plane, this planet, our gravity, how things spin, how the planets rotate, you know, all that stuff. But this doesn't apply to multidimensional beings, including spirits, human spirits. Exactly. Demonic spirits, uh, angels, all these you know, and non-human intelligences that we're just basically embedded within. Exactly. So that was my answer. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah. let me get to Jen Rose. Uh, so what do you think when you hear that about like, you know, like first we're going to gray. Now her husband's frozen, can't wake him up. And everybody seems to be frozen except her and the entity. Don't 100%. Like uh, so I've had my own interdimensional being experience. Um, hmm. So yeah, that's completely factual. Like it, I, I, I've experienced it. I've experienced this this time where everything everything stops, and yeah, that's that's a whole other story. <laughs> I got to so, apologize to the chat. I totally was on another page of oh. Streamyard and totally missed mm -hmm. the chat. So if somebody has a question, hi Jules, welcome. If someone has a, a question, uh, throw it down in there in all caps, and I'll get it. I just you know playing. There was, uh, um, there was some earlier in the chat, just so you know. I can't star oh. anything because I'm not a co-host, but. Okay, I will I will search for it. I will search for it. But yeah, I just I thought that was I thought you guys would be interested to hear that because this was sort of how my friendship with Priscilla started was her before the first time she came on was her telling me um, a lot of these experiences that she's had. And there's been several going back to when she was a little kid, teenager, and then into adulthood. And it blows my mind. But and like I thought she was going to be scared about the doll because I'm roll. I'm I'm with the rest of your teammates. I'm out of there, man. I'm thinking. Annabelle. I don't like dolls. Like I'd rather not have a doll situation. It's uh -huh. a super. But creepy you're, doll. that's what you're there for. You're there for it. And if you bought the doll, and you know it's going to be creepy when it goes off, then it yeah, it has. You to guys be like are so badass. Don't you understand? This is not normal. You guys are not normal because you're badass like that. Exactly. Um, somebody read Mick's question, uh, Priscilla. Mick. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> How many spirits you find don't know they've passed? My guide asked them, how did you get to this house? They move without traveling. Do you find that? Fist bump, fist bump, fist bump. <laughs> Thank you, Mick. So, yeah. Um, so, Jen. Jen, Jen, 
Um, <laughs> make sure quick succession on that. Priscilla. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Mick has had uh, a recurrent. He has one entity that visits him all the time. I heard a great conversation on spirit box, but then there were some others that joined in as well. And, um, and apparently some of them don't know that they're dead. Have you guys encountered that? So that might actually be something residual. There's a lot of things that it's just, maybe it's not so much a ghost, but a memory that the mm -hmm. house just kept with it. And it's just repeating itself going about its business. So that's one thing it could be. And I don't know how many we've run into exactly who that wouldn't know if they're, you know, gone or not. But, you know, there are some that they don't see us. There are some that they're like, I got you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're in my house. You're in my space. I'm going to throw something at you. There are, like I said, residual where it's just a memory. So it's just playing itself out. It's not really a spirit spirit, like mm -hmm. uh, entity that would be here with us. It's just playing back while we're in its space. Mm. There That's are what you've encountered yeah. a lot. Yeah. So it's a lot of different things they could be. Um, but as for like, I don't have a count of how many we would run into like that. Hmm. Is, is there um, an interaction that was heartwarming for you uh, where uh, a little kid or something, or is there something like that that you found moving? What, what, what is your, the emotional range that you're experiencing? Oh, man. During, I could, I could get anything from like where I feel angry to where I feel like I'm so sad that I shouldn't have gone yet. I want to cry. I'm sad for everyone in this house. You know, I miss my family. Kind of sad. It, it hits you and it hits you hard. So there's a range of emotions we all go through, especially on the team. It's like, well, I'm pissed off. And like, well, it's not you. <laughs> like, why would you get mad? And then there's some that are just, it just chokes you up bad. You just want to cry. You don't know why you want to cry. You're like, I, I can't do it anymore. Kind of feeling it's, it's tough. It's, it's draining. It's really draining. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of human experience, I've, I've often said that <clears throat> the reason that people go and watch musical performances, like a concert, everybody on this panel right now, we all have a favorite band, someone that we'd be so excited to go see. And really when you get down to it, like you could, you could talk about like, Ed, you know, the way that Eddie Van Halen played the guitar. You know, you could talk about the way that John Bonham played the drums, you know, these types of things. But really what it gets down to is you want it, this, this musician or this group of musicians moves you emotionally. And you're going there to have your emotions moved in a mm -hmm. way. That's what art is all. You go to, you know, people that go to an art museum and are really, really intrigued with art, you know, something like, I don't know what I'm looking at, so I, I couldn't really necessarily have that happen. Uh, but, but music, you know, is something that re is resonant with me. Um, I'm going, and so w when someone goes on a Bigfoot investigation or is going and seeking out these experiences in, in a haunted house, I have to imagine that a portion of that is what you said. You know, you want to go there, leave your everyday life and be moved emotionally one way or the other. Um, controlling fear, maybe something that, uh, you're really, you know, you really like, you know, we had Matt Pruitt, the Bigfoot uh, author and investigator, come on here with Priscilla a couple of weeks ago. And he said he was in the woods. He said he heard the, the roar that they make. It's kind of they call it the howl. I guess you could call it that. And he said it was close in enough that his feeling was I want to run back to the car. But what he did was he said, I got to I'm here. He was being paid to be there on an investigation. He said, I got to just hold my position, power through it and just get through this moment where it's fight or flight. Mm -hmm. But I got to imagine that anybody who goes yeah. out in the woods at night searching for Bigfoot or going into a home at night, hoping that the spirits come to interact. You want to be, have that, that, that movement of emotion an extreme yeah. movement. Was that, would you, what would you say? Um, Jennifer, <laughs> I have, Oh, oh yeah. Did, did you want to take that? And then we'd come back to Jennifer's please. 
there's actually more to that doll moving because it Ooh. went off a second time. Oh, oh my god! I'm really going to the car, Priscilla. Yeah. I'm going again. Explore. You have to go to our YouTube and see this doll. And like, yeah, it's not like a tiny doll. Do you want me to sleep on a rocking horse ever? Do you want me to sleep it's, again? It's a it's a pretty big, oh. decent sized animatronic. It, it's like the size of a little girl on a rocking horse. And the second time it went off. Yeah. Our ex-teammate booked it down. She was ready to book it down the stairs. Jennifer Rose was like walking right behind me. And she basically <laughs> rushed me. And there's a stairway there. That's already had death on it. And people on. on <laughs> they've caught people on camera. Falling down it. And she's rushing and she's pushing it. And I have someone right in front of me. And Jennifer Rose is right behind me. And I was like I'm going to die at Hill House. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you did have a moment. Yeah, she panicked pretty bad. She did panic pretty bad. I was like, no, but it wasn't because <laughs> she's gonna kill me. Humans are more scary than the doll. They're about to push you down the stairs. <laughs> okay, so imagine this doll going off, and then I turn, I look, I see something right by the doll, and then the doll goes off again. That's when I rushed. That's when I had this moment of okay, let's. And I, I had to tell her, I was like, slow down, slow down, slow down. We're going to fall down the stairs. I'm going to die at Hill House. I don't want to die here. I don't want to be another spirit down. here. She said, stop, calm down. I would like to not die here. I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let me get Priscilla in there because this is just... <laughs> Priscilla, uh, by the way, I'm not going to go and look at that video, but I am going to allow what? Priscilla to be my proxy. And go <laughs> yeah, it's um, Julie put it in the chat. She put your YouTube in the chat. So if you guys want to go see that. But yeah. Um, oh, thank you, Jules. Definitely, oh, my gosh. I don't even know what the boys are doing right now. I hear like like banging. Damage. They're jumping off something. It's all right. Um, so my question is, so are you both empaths? I know like I think all humans are to an extent. But what is this level of empathic quality? Because when I was at Waverly Hills, I um, was able to commune with the nurse and talk to her. And I was messed up for like a week after that, just feeling her feels. So like, I understand it. Are you both empaths or, you know, what other, what sort of like spiritual like gifts do you have that you bring into these investigations that either help or kind of like make you need like a long recovery after visiting mm -hmm. these places? Yeah. We are. Go ahead, Jen. <laughs> so I don't like to label myself one specific thing. I'm a little bit of a lot of things. Um, mostly since I was a kid, I'm clear audience. They're so loud, super loud. I can walk into a building and I'll, I'll feel everything. And I'll see things. I've seen shadows. I'll dream things. Sometimes I'll dream of a place before I'd been in it. And then there it is, the whole layout of the place. Yeah, it's it's I'm a little bit a lot. I can touch something and I'll I'll get something from that object. And it yeah, the recovery. Like <laughs> we just got back yesterday from Cleburne, Texas, and I am still I'm not all there. Yet. <laughs> <We call laughs> like I don't know if the podcast was a good idea, guys. <laughs> like I'm I'm drained. We I'm drained right now. A, a paranormal hangover. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You literally feel like what, like sick, drained, tired, mm -hmm. and people are like, "Well, it's because you're not grounding enough." It's like what what happens with the human energy system is like we're running energy, and when you're in a haunted location, some of that energy like circulates through you. Even even with certain methods of shielding, I feel like if you're an empath, depending on how much you shield, right? Like you can put like this rock solid shield up, but you're not going to experience anything. So you have to leave it a little bit like a semi-permeable membrane or energy. You know what I mean? Right so you're going to feel a lot of it the next day. So how do you kind of take care of yourself the next day? Because a lot of people that don't even do paranormal investigations, but have an experience kind of feel that the next day, like the first time they have a spirit visitation or an entity visitation, they literally are just drained and sick the next day. So how do you take care of yourself? after that because a lot of experiencers get this as well yeah that's been me all day today so i've been trying to drink water <laughs> trying to rest like i i treat it kind of like a hangover like a i'm hangover. like let's let's keep the lights dim guys let's not be on social media with loud stuff let's not watch big videos you know 
and and I just try to rest. That's all I can do. And it feels like I've been drinking the whole dang weekend. <laughs> so that's that's the way I get. I I do need to re-energize, recharge, maybe take a breath outside, and maybe not be someplace unfamiliar. <laughs> yeah. No, after so the, after this last investigation, um, I did make it a point to Sage. Um, I had one of our team members Sage me, and um, I we don't always do this to be honest. Um, I know it's taboo. You gotta Sage yourself. You gotta protect yourself. We don't always do this. We don't always Sage ourselves because we do feel like we have protected ourselves enough at all times to not have to sage every single time however if we go into location and i feel that it's needed i will make sure like this last location i had my sage in my hand and was looking for a lighter before we left the building i was like this wow. yeah i i was not about to mess around because that was the first time in a long time that i was afraid that i was going to take something home with me wow so, why yeah, so so, and Jen wasn't a around, so she didn't experience this. She's kind of like, hey, are you serious right now? Like, <laughs> kind of like, are you being dramatic or what's going on? <laughs> I actually trailed off by myself. Jennifer Rose was like with somebody going up the stairs and she, yeah, I, she was in it. And I guess she opened herself too much. And I was, yeah. I was annoyed. I, I get annoyed by people. <laughs> yeah, I get in, there was too many people. I, I get annoyed, so I I started walking by myself other places, and at that point, everything was like, well, we're not gonna mess with Jen, Jen, Jen. Let's go mess with Jennifer Rose. Yeah, but so I she, I didn't feel like I needed saging or anything. I was like, um, I'm ready for bed. Let's go back to the hotel. Let's go sleep. So she had already protected herself because there was a lot of people around. So she was kind of also protecting herself from the energy of other people, right? Um. And it was like, it was a larger location, but it was also a smaller location because it was an older location. So the walls were a little bit smaller than usual. So we could hear people that were upstairs. So if we weren't all in the same location, it was a question of who is upstairs is doing what? And is that spirit or is that somebody upstairs or who, where is everyone? You know, and it gets a little, it can be a little frustrating. So that's, she had already protected herself from just like everybody. Um, I, however, opened myself up because I was trying to um, be a little social butterfly. <laughs> and so I opened myself up and I was also opening myself up to spirit because I have been working on my uh, psychic abilities. And so, which I wouldn't call myself a psychic just yet, but I'm getting there. I do believe that those abilities are within me. So I'm trying. So I had opened myself up for that. Um, so towards the end of the night, we hear something coming from another room. That's like you have to, in order to get to this other room, you have to go to like the garage area. So we go out the door and we go to this other room. And from that room, then you start hearing that it's actually coming from the room over. Was This was a funeral home at one point. So this was actually the room that it was coming from was the embalming room. Yeah, which we weren't really investigating because the doors were closed. So anywhere where the door was closed, we couldn't really investigate in there. Okay. Um, and I guess that some things, some, it had gotten a little too intense in that room. So they kind of just closed it off and put storage in there. Um, but we heard it coming from the room and I was with the person who runs the facility. Um, as far as, you know, paranormal investigations go. So I went with her. I'm like, I'm going to follow her because she can get into places that I can't get into, right? <laughs> well, grab my camera, grab my recorder. I'm following her. Um, we go into that room and um, she opens the door and we just get this gust of bad, bad energy. It was intense. So we don't even open the door. We start recording inside the room and... We're getting some orbs and some stuff going on and you know it's hard to tell because it's an older building so i'm watching the camera and i'm like okay what's going on and i see like this light and it's shining off of this like lighthouse and i'm like why is it only shining off of that one area in the lighthouse I was like that's weird 
So I'm like, I'm going to go inside because I need to investigate as to why that's happening. Um, I go, I go towards the lighthouse and I'm like looking at the lighthouse. I'm like, what's going on with the lighthouse? This is weird. Um, and as I'm talking, I hear growling. So I immediately stop my talking. I'm like, what was that? And then, I'll, and the, the, the intense feeling got worse. So I was like, okay, something's going on. We hear the growling even louder. I have headphones on and I have my Tascam. So my Tascam, Tascam. yeah, my Tascam recorder is, you know, it, it catches, um, it, it hears a little bit more than what we can hear with the regular recorder. And so I have my, I make it a point to have my headphones on so that I'm also hearing this live in action and not just when I go over it later. So I hear this growling and it's it's really loud on my Taz cam. And um, she's like, did you hear that? And immediately I, I'm like, yeah. And then it does it again. I'm like, okay, we need to get out of here. We need to get out. So we back up. I don't turn my back. When, when I don't feel safe, I don't turn my back. I, I walk backwards. I walk backwards out of the room and then continue to exit towards the door. And I can feel it walking at like right on my back. And it's following us out of this room and into another area. And to me, I'm like, no, that's not cool. Because now you're leaving your place where you were, where you felt safe. This little entity that was there that was hiding in the back. All of a sudden it is no longer hiding and wants to be right on my back. So at that point, I turn around and I said, stop it. You're not going inside with me. You're not going anywhere with me. Get back to where you came from and leave me now. And it did. Um, but yeah, so that was a little intense when it when it got to that point. Um, they ended up going back upstairs and, you know, meeting up with whatever was downstairs again. But I, I was halfway up the stairs and I felt it and I was like, nope. I'm not going to go because the way that it made me feel. So that's why I felt the, the additional need to go ahead and sage as soon as I left um, and then grounded myself as soon as I left. And I had like crystal protections on me and stuff like that. Um, but no, yeah, that, that location, I automatically saged, grounded myself because of that instance that happened there. And that was towards the end of the night. Um, I was so riled up and the, even the location um, the person who, who runs the, the paranormal investigations there, she was so riled up that, because she, part of the investigation, it's also an ice cream parlor, so she gives us ice cream to try to, try to just, like, calm everybody down, right? Gives us ice cream just to try to calm everybody down, takes pictures of, like, every single uh, team, and there happened, this was the first time where it was all paranormal teams that were there, and uh, we didn't even get to do that. <laughs> it just you know riles us up so so much that we were like okay let's go home now <laughs> yeah well, that's like um you had an entity try to jump on my back i want my demon ice cream now <laughs> <laughs> you know, no i totally understand you did the right thing you know you listen to yourself you're like that was negative that was yeah. bad juju i'm gonna say you, you took so, care of yourself I saged i grounded and then this is my favorite part and i do this after every single investigation I get into the, you know, we, we, we go into the shower and I cleanse myself. I do like a little shake off dance in the shower and cleanse myself and wash everything out. And I just imagine everything washing off of me and going down the drain. And wow. Into wow. Yeah. Little projecting kind of, that's, that's a great, great idea. I yeah. was going to offer to send you some African black soap, but it doesn't sound like you need it. Uh, we got uh, so we got a couple things from the chat. So Carolina Garcia is uh, one of the disclosure ladies, part of uh, Priscilla's new show, new trio. Hi, so so hi, Carolina. She says, "Look, I skydive, but give me a doll, and it's a no-no for me." <laughs> right? No. So yeah, a I'm lot not. of people that go ahead. Jennifer Rose hates dolls. I'm not friends with at this location. One of our friends brought his haunted doll. I, um, he brought the haunted doll like on a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chucky, let's. Uh, Come on, baby. I'm taking you out tonight. There's demon the ice cream there. <laughs> yeah. Some activity from the doll because we, uh, we were upstairs and we heard him 
I heard, I heard, I hear my friend's boots. And then we hear right behind his boots, just a scurry, like a doll running with him as he's walking. And we were like, even the doll, even the haunted doll was like, I'm out of here. I'm not messing with that doll. He was like running with him. And I was like, Okay, so for for people who want to know why you want to host a podcast, this is why. Uh, It's just so much fun. You get to talk to so many cool, fun, and interesting people, and you learn so much. We're going to get to yours next mix. Uh, The voice you were hearing there in that anecdote was Miss Jennifer Rose, co-founder of the Ghoul Gals Paranormal. And then here we also have uh, Jen Jen, Jen Reuter, and uh, she's also a co-founder of The Joint and, of course, my co-host, uh, Priscilla Stone, the quantum witch. She's feeling exactly what these girls saying. I so love I them. can only try to I get love there. Them. So, um, <laughs> I'm in love, so guys. <laughs> I, you guys are you guys are awesome. And, and I, you know, Jen, I felt like during the last five minutes, uh, Jen Rose really opened up. You know, mm-hmm. you really opened up. It seemed like you were a little tentative at first and maybe nervous, but... You really opened up and shared something. And and in doing so, now we can get a sense of what this feels like, you know, what you're feeling. Because again, right, uh, even me, I'm not out on this uh, uh, in the investigation with you because I don't have the bravery you have. However, uh, I, to get a sense of it, I want to know, I want to be moved emotionally by hearing what it's like, what you feel like. Uh, Mick has a question for you guys. Um, Priscilla. It's right there. I'm all looking in the comments. <laughs> oh, I put, okay. I'm a weirdo today and every day, but mostly today. Um, have any <laughs> of y'all done CE5? That's how it started for me. So CE5 is human initiated contact for those of you that don't know, um, with the intention of contacting extraterrestrials, but it might be interdimensionals too. I found that it opens you to a lot of different things like he's saying, but have you guys done CE5? No, no, this is the first time that um, I would be hearing of it for sure. But it definitely does sound interesting right up our alley. Yeah, you basically oh. do a meditation and you play certain tones. Um, it doesn't oh. have to be the tones that are like in the official CE5 app. It should just be like high vibrational, maybe solfeggios mm-hmm. or like um, something that's going to open up your third eye and your upper chakras. Okay, yeah. Um, so you sit oh. there and you kind of like do your meditation and you kind of like project out into space um, or other dimensions if you'd like. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll stick with this one. I'm just, I do a bunch of weird stuff. So for CE5 specifically, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going like out into interstellar space. You know what I mean? You're going way out and you're basically looking for um, your remote viewing different locations of these mm-hmm. maybe entities or ships. And then you're giving them a ping where you are. So theoretically, it calls them to you. So that's what the CE5 meditation is. But a lot of people will say, oh, I did CE5. I saw orb. And now I keep, I, now it's shadow people. It's, it's grandma came by. <laughs> She's been dead, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, a little bit of everything. Um, kind of, it kind of opens them up a lot. So that kind of sounds like what I do when I'm, I'm, you know, trying to open myself up to receive messages um, from spirit. So, so I, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually a certified sound healer. Oh yeah. Oh. And I what? I put myself. In, yeah. I'm a certified sound healer, and I do put myself into a meditative state, not for extraterrestrial beings though, because they scare me, but Ooh. <laughs> to Ooh, like Priscilla. astral project myself and things like that, and to contact some family that I need guidance from, and yeah. So yes, yes and no. Not yes. for being, not for extraterrestrial right. beings, yeah. but spirit. Yes. So, <laughs> So this is really, really interesting. I'm so glad you just said that, Jen, Jen, because so we have people here. I mean, I don't know how many trifecta people are. Um, There are. There's people like Dave Scott. Dave, if you guys know from Spaced Out Radio, he's had uh, UFO uh, in-person experiences, abduction experiences. Mm -hmm. He has a Bigfoot location that he goes to. He's had multiple Bigfoot experiences up in North, in Canada, and he's also uh, done paranormal tours. So Dave is, you know, one of these rare individuals. By the way, hello to the Bigfoot influencers, also in the D.C. Baltimore area. Tim, what? Dana, thank you for coming. Yes, 
Tim I know you talk about them. I didn't know they were like up the road for me. They are. They're awesome. They, they're just lovely people. All right. You uh, guys got a new stalker. All right. Because now I know you're near me. <laughs> yep. There you go. Big flame influencers. Um, so, so this is interesting, uh, Jen Jen. What – so you would not want to have an alien contact or go out with a group out into this sort of open space and – because we know people that – uh, uh Priscilla and I have some friends that have been doing this for decades. Uh, but but what's your feeling about that? What is the fear? What's going oh, on here? Man. And you could follow up on I, this. I guess that, after. that's probably gonna be another podcast with me, but I I, I call them nightmares. I've had dreams Ooh. when I was a kid and as an adult with extraterrestrial. Ooh, I'm gonna harass you. That's what I'm studying. So <laughs> dream, dream contact experiences with extraterrestrials. So I I <laughs> it it panics me. It panics me. Rightfully so. And like some some movies, like I'll, I'll I can watch any any horror movie and I'll knock out like nothing. You put something with aliens and this they match something in my dream. Nope, can't do it. So, I, so I need my blankie. I need my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so talk you... about what the the residential right now. Yeah, well, I should you know more on that. I haven't talked to the resident. With well, so we have a resident right now where she is, um, she wants us to come help her because she's having some paranormal experiences. And then she tells me, she's like, I've been having this dream. And in the dream, it's really weird because it picks up where it leaves off every single time. It's not like a reoccurring dream. It's a ongoing scenario. And so I would automatically, I was like, this sounds a little bit more extraterrestrial than paranormal. Um, well, the, you know what I mean. <laughs> so no, please go ahead. Yeah, so I, 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 I was like, it, it sounds a little bit more alien-like, and so I automatically told Jenna, and I screenshotted to her, and I was like, look, and she was like, she thought the exact same thing, and she was like, I've had these experiences, and so I told her um, what Jen advised me to tell her, which was to be difficult and not compliant and hopefully that they leave her alone so that's where we're at right now with her so um, i'm just like she's ha been having um her her smoke alarms go off at the same time every night is that yeah right okay so <laughs> i saw Priscilla smile and she's like okay <laughs> well, I hope, yeah I, I i've had that similar things since like i was five so like i totally um they do weird things and it's always the same time of night um yeah. or around the same time um it's not like they have like their iphone alarm going off like oh it's three o'clock you know but kind of <laughs> so, um but yeah that's a that's really interesting but she's right because the only thing that eventually worked for me was kind of believing my sovereignty as my own entity and just like pushing back like she said you know um you almost had to like muscle your way out of this paralysis thing they do to you. You had to like, yeah. you had to literally just have this whole visualization of yourself as this badass light being because you are. So you have to own that or else they'll pick up on any fear. And if you have mm -hmm. any fear, they're going to use that as fuel. It's super weird, but then yeah. you guys filter the right thing because with these types of ET experiences, it's almost like they're not playing by the same rules as us. And you'll talk to you. I'm, I'm kind of taking that from Nathaniel Gillis. He is a demonologist who studies um, a lot of this dream type contact um, and a lot of it revolves around things that kind of look extraterrestrial or ET but are actually maybe demonic in origin um, by the traditional sense of the word demon not the etym etymology of it because that's completely different um, but it's one of those things where like they don't play by the rules so they don't care if you have a crystal quartz <laughs> they don't care if you have a selenite they don't care if you put railroad stakes around your freaking you know bed um, garlic garlic just kidding sorry you know vampires actually <laughs> love garlic but that's a whole nother great seasoning <laughs> that's a whole nother topic um, <laughs> so another thing is like people are going to get mad because i get into it with people all the time like your prayers don't work on these things, guys, sometimes, most of the time, a lot of the times. So you have to find it in yourself. Now, if you feel like you're channeling your prayers or your, you know, your, your deities that you're working with to give you that power, it can work. But I'm saying from somebody that has literally had 
the prayer taken out of me while I'm trying to pray for help, um, laughing at the salt lamp, laughing at like whatever provisions you're taking to protect yourself. It has to come from you. So that's kind of like a soapbox thing just because I've lived this for 38, almost 39 years. So um, we'll take away five because this all started when I was five. But, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like like she, you are telling her the right thing and that seems to be the only thing that works for people. There's also Have you the- tried bear um, spray? You know, bear spray doesn't even work on some bears. <laughs> what am I? I mean, it doesn't work on tweakers either sometimes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that might be the thing they maybe they don't like pepper <laughs> all right we've got we've got a couple comments we've only got about five minutes left um so julie says me uh our our jewels in the chat julie uh has had uh ufo bigfoot and i believe i i've never spoken with julie about paranormal but it it doesn't surprise me um, and it's so funny when she says me, she knew that when I saw it, I would know exactly what she was talking about, but she's <laughs> had all three and, and sort of digs it. Uh, Carolina has a question here. Priscilla, if you do the ominers on this one. Okay. In all seriousness, seriousness, like we talk about on the daily, when you observe, they observe you as well. So like when I met Carolina, she kind of was like starting to really like dive into the topic and, mm -hmm. It's a Jacques Vallée thing, I want to say. Jacques Vallée said, you observe the phenomena and it observes you. And this is kind of like a paraphrase. But um, this is what happens is you're studying something and you're moving like your energetic. You're energetically moving into the same space as this thing at times. So you're going to attract more of it. And that could be, you know, good or it could be harrowing, depending on what you're studying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if you're studying these horrifying abductions where they do all this horrible stuff to you or these hor horrible, like, um, you know, incubi, succubi situations, it could be very scary, right? So that's cool. But then you could also be studying things that are, you know, a little bit, I guess people would say more high vibrational. So maybe light beings or angelic influence or goddesses, gods that are, you know, don't have so much of a shadowy side. So like, yeah. So like you're going to attract what you're kind of seeking, but the UFO, UAP phenomena and it, the occupants or the non-human intelligences behind this tend to be really good at this. And they're also really good at mimicking. It's super creepy, but super cool at the same time. I also want to, uh, I think it's important what Carolina pointed out here. Yes. Uh, in a hearty pasta, it is very important. I would even submit that if you're going to do like a, a white yeah. clam sauce, uh, you do need some chopped fresh garlic in there, you know, just lightly sauteed in order to, to really get it going there. So garlic. I agree with you, Carolyn. There's one like clove. To some of us, that means five cloves. We don't want just one little <laughs> clove. What is this? It's healthy. It's healthy. Uh, even if no girl wants to talk to me afterward, but there could be other reasons for that. Um, so anyway, <laughs> anyway, so with a, a couple, about three minutes left, uh, mix, uh, mix this something here. Uh, meditation and extreme focus on who's in charge seems to work, but in all seriousness, I think they are in charge. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mick, uh, actually, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to get a hold of Mick and we're going to have him on a future episode because, uh, and I'll try to get his videos out there so that people can see them. But yeah, it's, it's pretty clear. I mean, it's, it's daytime, like light out. But you can see him sitting in his living room. You can see something sitting next to him. And when it's there and when it's not there, it's really, really cool. <laughs> so I know the cool gals would like to see it. Um, so uh, let's real quick. Um, what what should people know uh, about what you do? I think it's very courageous what you're doing. Uh, it, it. What should people know about doing this? Do you think that that the community needs more people? What do you think it takes to... To, to do this? You know, what, what's your thoughts on people that are kind of thinking about it? I think you're, you don't need to spend big bucks on devices. Really, a lot of time it's as simple as things, a digital voice recorder, maybe some bells here and there. You know, you can go to Dollar Tree. A lot of people are using cat balls now. Those are pretty cheap. You don't have to spend a lot of money to be a paranormal investigator. Be mindful of your surroundings. You can't say, Every little thing is an orb. It could be dust. <laughs> Maybe right. it's your shadow. You know, if you see something, you you pan your camera, walk back and forth in that spot, pan it again a couple of times, be like, let's see if it's my shadow. You know, 
if you heard something and it, it sounded like a growl, take the time to stand still a minute and see if it's a car is passing by. You know, don't whisper because you're not going to remember always remember if it was your voice on that digital voice recorder. <laughs> you know, That's try to advice. speak up, say, oh, my stomach just growled. You want to be able to, you know, disprove yourself. Don't be afraid to disprove yourself. You know, it's okay for it not to be paranormal. Actually, yeah. if you're investigating my closet, there's a pretty good chance it is dust. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, parting shots. What do you have for people that, that want to get into this Jennifer Rose based on your experience, ma'am? Grab a camera, camera, grab a recorder and, you know, go for it. Um, but also don't, don't um, investigate your own home. If you feel like your home is in, you call somebody, even if you do this yourself, call someone. Um, it's not a, it's not a great idea to, to investigate your home, own home. Um, just psych wise, it, it can eat at you. Um, so don't investigate your own home, but grab, grab, grab a camera, grab a recorder. Don't be afraid to disprove yourself. Don't be like Jen said, don't be afraid that it's, you know, that it's not paranormal. Don't try to just pr put everything out there and this dust and that dust and um you know the this face <laughs> giant face that's next to you and it's clearly not uh what is it called jen Paradolia. yep so don't don't just throw everything out there either but don't go alone tell a friend if you are gonna go alone tell somebody yeah. hey this is where i'm gonna be at <laughs> be respectful don't. of property Yes. You know, if you go someplace, don't steal their stuff. Don't start damaging. Don't start oh, tagging like I was here. <laughs> you know, that's somebody's home. Yeah. How, how, just real quick, how gratified are you guys that you got into this? Are you so really happy? happy? Are... <laughs> yeah. So happy. Yeah. It's it's awesome. like finally like-minded people. You know, we get to meet other like-minded people, and then. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to do more investigations. It's it's only been since 2020, but we're in it for the long haul, I think. Yeah. Not something, you know, finally. <laughs> finally. When we, events, when we meet people, when we work when we we when we are with each other, we can be ourselves. We don't have to mask. And it's just so relieving. I'm I'm a real estate agent, so I have to mask. Or I don't have to, but I feel like I have to mask all the time because everybody in the entire building is masking and not being themselves. And it's just exhausting. So it's nice to be in a building where nobody's doing that. <laughs> I tell Priscilla all the time that yeah, you've, so. you, you can think you're, you, you may have thought you were weird, but now you found your tribe. And your tribe includes you don't be afraid to be weird. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all included in that group. I mean, I'm in I'm 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 one of you, you know, even if you didn't know, like based on my archetype that I was one of you, but I am one of you. So I just don't have the <laughs> exactly. specific skills that you guys have, but uh, but I'm one I'm, I'm one of you. So um let's go with uh cabby goodbyes, beginning with uh well, you know, before we do cabby goodbyes, I'd like you to tell everybody where they can find your material. Please, uh, if you would, I don't know if Jen Rose or Jen Jen wants to do that, but go ahead, please. You know, I don't actually like to be on camera a lot, so <laughs> you've been oh, putting, well, on, you've been putting you me on the spot a lot, but it's all right. Yeah. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Ghoul Gals Paranormal or Ghoul Gals Team. So a lot of our content is actually on Facebook, but we're switching to YouTube, and we actually have a live coming up this Friday at, I want to say, 7 p.m. Central Time. So we have, we have some good stuff coming up. Awesome. Then you, um, what we'll do, we'll get this episode out tomorrow night, uh, on the audio. This obviously the YouTube will be up as soon as I quit the stream. Uh, but yeah, if you would go ahead and, um, send me whatever you want to be in the show notes, it'll have everything that you, that you want on there. We'll be there in our show notes. So everyone on podcast will have it. Um, so yeah, let's do that. Uh, and let's go with the uh, cabby goodbyes. Beginning with my homie, Priscilla. Thank you so much for having me, DJ. And it was great meeting you too. Like, 
Now I'm hoping the military places us in Texas so I can come harass you guys even more like in person. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm definitely going to be following you um, on all your platforms because I love that. I just love what you ladies are doing and it's hard to find all female groups. Like most of them are mostly men or, you know, it's a mix usually, yeah. but like maybe one or two girls. So like, um, it's very cool to see that you both are, you know, doing this and keep up the good work. I can't wait to see what you guys do. And hopefully I get to chat to you guys uh, in the future. Absolutely. Um, I'll, oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dude. Oh, we were just agreeing. We were excited. Yep. I told, I told you guys we're going to love Priscilla. Didn't I, Jen, Jen? I said, she's another weirdo. Yeah. Just like sorry about the kid break-ins guys. They kept popping in. That's all good. These guys understand. And, and though I don't have kids, I understand. Um, so also I want to thank everybody in the chat, uh, for being here and, uh, having, having some conversation and asking good questions, uh, Av and Julie, uh, and Mick and Carolina, uh, Jules, thank you for being our moderator. I really appreciate them. And for the ghoul gals, um, it really is an honor that you would take time, uh, away from your families and your kids and so forth to spend some time with us and tell us about your experiences. And I hope that uh, you'll come and join us again. Um, so thank you. Appreciate you. I must stay. Um, so on behalf of uh, Priscilla, Julie, and everybody in the chat, this is DJ saying peace out. One love. We'll see you down the road. And as always, we're wondering what's up around the bend. All right, ladies.